Today, Joe Biden may be getting ready to declare a climate emergency. AOC fakes being arrested outside of the Supreme Court and masks are coming back to San Diego schools. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. It's going to be a fun one today because uh, I've got uh, some controversial figures <laughs> on the show. We've got Blaze TV contributors, both Alex Stein, host of Conspiracy Castle, and of course, uh, I think wannabe boyfriend of. No, not want to be. We AOC. are in love. We're in love. She just doesn't know it yet. So please do not put that out there that we're not dating. We're 100% dating. Well, now she's found out officially now that you've announced it. Well, and now I'm on the show and I'm trying to bail her out of jail, Sarah. This is not easy for me. I'm stressed out. I'm calling attorneys. I'm calling people in D.C. I got to fly back up there. I just left. Yeah. And then the only flights available are Spirit Airlines. And I'm about to, I'm probably going to get stabbed on the plane, but it's worth it for my baby AOC. It's, I will fly on any frankly, plane. Frankly, very unprofessional. I understand that you're jealous because you're not his favorite big boot. Uh, I am. Latino, I'm really, but. I was really offended when I watched that clip. Everyone was laughing about it. And I was like, I'm actually just really pissed because I thought I was his favorite big booty yeah. Latina. Well. What a way to find out. And I told you on the show, I was going to say John Doyle, that. by the way. Yes, John. true. Blaze TV contributor, Heck Off Comedy. Host of Big Booty Latinas and Why They Matter on <laughs> YouTube.com. Which I would, I hope I am still his favorite big booty Latina. You are, you are. But AOC is just, her and I have a different connection. It's just different vibes. Well, uh, you're in luck. We'll get to this later. You're in yeah. luck. She actually wasn't, uh, she's not in jail. She just yeah. is a giant faker. Um, but I want to <laughs> get to first all of this climate emergency. Uh, Joe Biden is considering declaring a national climate emergency as soon as this week, as, of course, he's trying to uh, salvage this environmental agenda uh, in the wake of stalled talks on Capitol Hill. This is according to three people who are familiar with the matter they spoke to. Take this with a grain of salt, OK? All I'm here to do is deliver to you the news uh, in the order that we receive it. This is from The Washington Post. Post, and these are three anonymous sources who said that he may be looking to do this. Honestly, I believe it because this is something that they have been floating for a very long time now that we have been hearing about. Uh, this comes days after Senator Joe Manchin told Democratic leaders that he does not support his party's efforts to advance uh, this economic package that includes, oh, just billions of dollars uh, to address global warming. Um, so Biden, uh, in anticipation of a, of a potential announcement, is set to travel to Somerset, Massachusetts, to deliver a speech on climate change tomorrow. And he intends to speak on tackling the climate crisis and seizing the opportunity of a clean energy future to create jobs and lower costs for families. Uh, and he said, I mean, he's already made this very clear if the Senate doesn't act, that he will um, we talked about this as President Trump started using all of these emergency powers. Uh, I know we talked about this on the News and Why It Matters years ago. You start using these emergency powers. You start giving precedent for the Democrats to use the same sort of emergency powers to tackle things like gun violence and 
climate change uh, and all of that. So I, I want to get your thoughts on this, gentlemen. But um, I want to uh, I want to play for you, throw into the conversation here. Just a couple days ago, Pete Buttigieg, who you know has been back for a while now from his maternity leave, it was really hard for him to uh, to push out that baby that he and his <laughs> husband had. So he had to take a bunch of maternity leave when we really needed him, and we are not going to forget that. But he was boasting about how high gas prices are uh, for how. High gas prices are forcing Americans to consider uh, electric vehicles, but you know those are kind of expensive too. So let's listen to a silver spoon, uh, Pete Buttigieg on electric vehicles. Watch. We're for cutting the cost of electric vehicles because when you have an electric vehicle, then you're also going to be able to to save on gas, but you got to be able to afford it in the first place. Right. right now, we're actually starting to see on some models the the costs come to where. Even if the, the your car payment's a little higher, your gas payment will be a little lower and you come out ahead. But the prices still need to come down mm-hmm. for most Americans to be able to get in an EV. Mm, okay. So what are you guys going to do? Just tell Tesla to start selling their cars for less? Yeah, 50 off. And they're already cheap. But listen, I mean, in comparative what they make, I think they actually lose money on Tesla's somehow, and they're still the most valuable mm-hmm. car company. There's, they have a very weird price margin. But my point being is the newest F-150 2022 that's electric vehicle, they did a test, it could only tow about 80 miles. So listen, <laughs> these things aren't even practical. If you work at a construction site, if you're actually using your car as a tool, then this electric vehicle nonsense is never gonna happen because you've just seen in California, there's sometimes six hour wait times for a charging station. So. The idea that this scam, this climate scam, is going to you know, usher in this new era of electric vehicles, that is not good. And at the same time, you know, they say climate change, and because YouTube, the censors are really strict about climate change. I don't know if you know this, Sarah. Mm. Climate change is our biggest threat. But if you look at Plymouth Rock, I'd encourage everybody to Google Plymouth Rock, and you'll see that that rock is in the same spot that it's always been in since the 1600s, and no water hasn't encapsulated it at all. So you know, these rising sea levels haven't rose very much in Plymouth Rock. Yeah, I'm usually not one to get very uh, alarmist with the sort of like technology integrating with, you know, grand government power or something like that. But I saw recently, I think one of the BMW models is including the infrastructure to have heated seats uh-huh. upon your monthly subscription. subscription. Yeah. And I could very easily see a scenario where you have an electric vehicle mm-hmm. and you get in and it says like, you know, some passive aggressive female voice like, Fauci says that you are not permitted to leave because we are mm-hmm. in a state of lockdown, blah, blah, yep. blah. And then you need to scan like a QR code proving that you're either vaccinated or something else to leave your own driveway or maybe even to start the car. You have to watch like a 15 second advertisement or something like that. Just mm-hmm. all the stuff that you really just don't want to be dealing with. And even that's a rationalization. Like my core feeling is that this country was built by the internal combustion engine. And I don't want to cede that to global communists because it's going to make the environment like maybe cooler, which isn't even true, by the way. If you look at the weather maps from like the 1980s and 90s, Virtually the same temperatures, but just in neutral, like green colors, blue. Look, there's a cloud animation. Now the same temperatures <laughs> in terms of the figures, but it's like scorching red, red, red. and yellow, like yeah. making people go like, "Oh my gosh, it's so hot outside." No, it's not. Well, and you made the best point is you know America you. was built on. Well, you made a good point. I'm just saying America was <laughs> built on the Industrial Revolution, and we've given all of our industry to China to other countries. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do we even have backing up our own country? Like nothing. Well, I also, I mean, you know, look. John, you're right in that they are going to take all of these, uh, you know, the BMW subscription for the heated seats, all of these different ways that they can use their control to shut things off if they want to. And we can look no further than what happened in Texas here uh, during all of the, you know, the ice storm and everything. There were multiple reports of people who had 
the smart technology, the Nest, you know, whatever the case may be, they had this uh, remote access to their thermostats and their thermostats were getting changed <laughs> without their permission. So this is obviously something that they intend to use and control if you are not living up to what they want you to do. Yeah, and that's one of the aspects of inflation that people never really talk about, the inflation of quality where for $20, the type of clothing you could purchase 30 years ago is much different than the type of clothing you can purchase mm -hmm. now for $20. It's true. Or even, you know, the typical that my, uh, my parents or grandparents would say, you know, you used to buy a toaster and it would break and you'd take it back to Ace Hardware and you'd fix it. Now you just buy a new one. That is true. It's like you never And they really... break way more often. Yeah. Exactly. I had a toaster that my dad bought in like 1970 that lasted up until the last, I don't know, three years and I finally had to toss it. Nobody buys anything even with the intention of keeping it for a long period mm -hmm. of time. And so in a way, you don't really own a toaster, you just kind of every two to three years have to pay a toaster bill. And it's like a subscription instead of an actual product that you own. And it's the same thing with vehicles, with, with you know, this whole like apartment culture, which I feel like is very dystopian now. And it's exactly like the WEF said. It's like you will own nothing and you will be happy. Like that is communism. Everything from, from houses that are now being bought by BlackRock to be rented to even the heated seats in your car, you will not own. You will just simply pay a monthly fee to get access to it. That's and why your two, your 2002 Toyota Camrys or Honda Civics are invaluable. I mean, do not, they're, they're, you know, priceless. Do not let them go. They'll run forever. That's what the New World Order does not want you to have is a car that will never break down and run on gas. And at, to your point earlier, Alex, uh, Tesla is asking people in Texas specifically right now because there's such an overload being put on our grid to not charge their vehicles between 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. <laughs> so... <laughs> That, I mean, that's just that's a, that's the step right before they're like, all right, we're just going to shut you off and you're not going to be allowed to drive because we've got to do it for the environment and for the grid. Uh, so I want to throw in one more clip here. This morning on CNN, Joe Biden's energy advisor, Amos Hochstein, said that uh, we have to stop using uh, to stop long term projects and limit oil usage to facilitate and accelerate the transition. Before I play it for you, I just want to uh, I just want to note here. This is not the first time that someone in the Biden administration has said the quiet parts out loud, has said that we cannot let a crisis go to waste. We have to use this to transition to green energy. Hey, we might be suffering in the meantime, but eventually we will get on the other side of it and we will be green. We definitely have to make sure to use this crisis and not let it go to waste. Uh, here is the latest Biden advisor to say that. Watch. So it's about making a choice between what is the short term and the medium term so that we can make sure we have enough oil and gas to support us through the transition and what are the kind of steps that we don't want the oil and gas industry to take that would have long-term consequences when we don't want uh, new major projects that would take 20 30 years to to become profitable so we have to make that differentiation to make sure that the american consumer has what it needs to grow to gl grow our economy and the global economy but not take steps and endanger the climate uh, work that we're trying to do to make sure that we're on a better footing to accelerate the transition. So I just just a reminder for everyone that uh, our previous president did have us energy independent. And it's not a coincidence that now we're paying like $18 million a gallon. Uh, and our current president is going to Saudi Arabia begging them. Uh, and of course, why in the world would you be like, yeah, I'm actually going to help you guys out when the Biden administration has made it very clear that they plan to completely shut down the oil and gas industry? Oh, but will you guys fix your prices for us pretty please? It's like, 
Why would anyone work with you guys? You've made it abundantly clear that you don't want this industry to survive at all. No, it was a total disaster. Now Putin's hanging out with the Ayatollah of Iran. I mean, they're going to have they're going to be the ones that are in energy dominant and we're going to be left and oh, we're all green. It's ridiculous because that's what we need. they need oil and gas to charge the cars. Yeah. There's so it's just it's a very it does not make sense them trying to take us off oil and gas industry, which built the state of Texas and could build our whole entire country and, and help the global economy, like he just said. Mm, John. Yeah, even the models that, was it, Buttjeg, Buttigieg? Buttigieg. <laughs> that guy, even the models that he was referencing earlier, like I've seen models that show, you know, in terms of net energy consumed versus saved, when you actually create like a Tesla mm -hmm. with, the, with the lithium mining and just different things like that, and then also the energy to charge it, which as he mentioned is getting still from like fossil fuels, I don't think it actually really saves anything. Mm -hmm. It, it really doesn't make a, you know, a 60 or $70,000 impact or something like I that. I mean, that, but that's how everything green, everything recyclable, everything that you look at when you really look at, you know, the reusable bags that you're supposed to wash out because you're toting things like, you know, raw meats and stuff. What, once you get done washing it out, using the water, you know, all of that, it actually is not a net positive on the environment because you've been using the other resources to be able to either clean it or create it. And also, paper straws are the devil, and I'm never going That's to- That's a fact. I'm, I'm yeah. never, I will never accept your paper straws. I will not live in a world <laughs> where there's only paper straws. I refuse, I refuse. True, and if you wanna have like an honest conversation too about who's doing a lot of this pollution, then they'll call you a racist. And so it's not motivated by anything more than virtue signaling. Like I drive a Tesla and I've got a Ukraine flag on my bumper, and so I'm a better person than you. And they're like driving through areas in Southeast Michigan and certain Democrat voters are just like pitching trash out the window of their Toyota. And this person's looking at that and being like, oh, I can't believe they're driving a gas guzzler. <laughs> like I can't believe they're not driving an electric vehicle. Well, you'll know this. Did they ever fix the water in Flint, Michigan? Uh, I don't know. Well, that actually was a funny story because literally the was city. It? Yes, because the city council was trying to like stick it to the man by getting their water from the Flint River in this big historic thing. And we like our own water. Thank you very much. And they didn't update the oh, infrastructure. No. So then it was like the most polluted water in the country, I think. And <laughs> yeah, it was like it was. poisoning people and lowering their IQ. And then they blamed that all on Rick Snyder, who was like a total rhino anyways. And it's like, are you telling me that this guy was like so competent? He like targeted Flint, Michigan or something. It was so <laughs> silly. But we don't even have clean water, but you know, they want you to drive a Tesla. It just doesn't make sense. Well, and they want to ignore the fact that China and India are the biggest polluters uh, when you're talking about the world, but Joe Biden just wants to, you know, bend over anytime Xi Jinping wants anything. So it's interesting how that happens. Uh, well, China right. deserves it because they make our iPhones, so they can use all the power they want. <laughs> with, with slave labor. Mm -hmm. They're cool. What? <laughs> I like China. Oh, no, China's God. the best. Thank you for making those iPhones. All we right. Really well, it. so before uh, either of these two guys get canceled, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. First, we're going to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. So uh, did you know Starbucks has started providing baristas with active shooter training? Because uh, when you work in the city, it's not safe anymore. You're not safe anywhere if you are in an inner city. Obviously, the Supreme Court has made it easier to conceal carry for protection, but it is your responsibility to be properly trained. That is why you need iTarget Pro. They're gonna allow you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm in the safety and privacy of your own home. You're not gonna have to go to the range and you're gonna save a ton just on ammunition that you're not going to be using at the range. You can download their app. You load the laser bullet into your firearm. It is as cool as it sounds. 
I have iTarget Pro. Um, we use them. It was actually the, uh, the way that I introduced my older son Two firearms was letting him use the iTarget Pro with the laser bullet. You are able to, you know, each gun has a different trigger uh, pull. And you're able to learn the pull of each of your weapons and stay sharp and uh, make sure that you know all of your weapons in the event that you have to use them. They come in all major calibers, including uh, 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. You can save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code NEWS when you go to itargetpro.com. It's gonna pay for itself in one usage, you guys, just on the amount that you're gonna save in ammunition and range fees. You gotta go there. It is the letter itargetpro.com. 10% uh, off and free shipping with offer code NEWS. Earlier today, as we referenced uh, earlier on in the program, Alex is, well, she doesn't realize it yet, but Alex says that it's his girlfriend, AOC. Uh, she was escorted away from the Supreme Court for blocking traffic during a pro-abortion protest. Now, I want to play this for you. I want you to watch very carefully, see if you notice anything strange about this police officer walking AOC away from the Supreme Court. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, Get your no. Hands off my baby. Oh, no. They have her in cuffs. Wait. Wait, I don't see the... Oh, wait. They're invisible cuffs. They're invisible cuffs that are magic, and you, you can still give the symbolic, uh, the virtue signal fist to people and then put your hand back in the cuffs behind your back. Um, and this is not... Look. Can you actually play that again? Play her smug little face when she's walking away. She knows exactly what she's doing. Well, the best part There's another clip too that shows her face closer and she's just, she cannot, there she goes. She cannot contain her smile because she knows exactly what she's doing. She's gonna fool everyone and she did because ABC News and a couple other places have already tweeted out and had to delete their tweets saying AOC was arrested. Yeah, and she she raises up her fight the power fist. She's the one in power. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. She's like, you know, putting up a fist against her own self. She is the one that's in power. Look at her. Oh, my God. Look mm. at that smug little face. This is, she is so gross. I'm sorry, she's Alex. Not, I don't mean to demean her. She's not gross. She's beautiful. She, we're lucky. She's the smartest congresswoman <laughs> in the history of the American civilized government, and we're so lucky to have her, and I'm lucky to call her my lady. I mean, what a, what a joke. What an absolute joke. Every, everything that you see that happens in Washington is, it's all just an optical illusion. None of it is real. None of it is real. Even when you see them fighting on the House floor, they like go and get steaks afterward. No, you're None of it is real. You're 100% right. Like that's not even a conspiracy. Like even Joe Biden says he's good friends with Mitch McConnell. Like they literally give us the impression that like she's worried about getting arrested. She's not. This is literally political theater. It's I not even paid, a, I bet she paid them to walk her. Well, that's well they knew look how she, look, how, look she's excited about this. Yeah, look at her. They they want this. Smug she little. she wants the attention. That's why Elan Omar was with her and Elan Omar married her brother. So these people we're crooks. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's all political theater. John, I'd love to get your opinion on my, my sweet yeah, thing. Yeah, well, because we are governed by a class of theater kids. I yep. mean, you have yep. like these passive-aggressive catty women, and all then the you have effeminate men, yeah. and then you have boomers who are just trying to more or less keep up. But I will say the real joke is actually, you're becoming hysterical over this because you are so jealous to see a sister winning, to see Latina <laughs> excellence. And oftentimes when I see performances like that, I, mm -hmm. I think back to Aaron Burr, of course, a famous politician. Mm. When he retired from Congress, he spoke extemporaneously for I think upwards of three hours. And even the opposition media who was covering his speech even wrote that it was very moving. He got a standing ovation from almost everybody in Congress and it was considered to be one of the best examples of oration in American history. And I think what a 
joke this guy is compared to AOC, our resident big booty Latina in Congress. <laughs> She's truly the challenge to the, the power structures in this country. And they're so afraid of her, they won't even go after her because they know she will take her hoops off and she will catch a case like she almost did with our friend uh, Alex over here. I realize you guys are being sarcastic. No, we're not. We're not. Even. I'm not being sarcastic. I love her. And I just want to say thank you so much for throwing the Capitol Police under the bus because, you know, we know on January 6th that they were let in, obviously. So now I think this is just her big plan to expose the Capitol Police for their corruption. So I love you, my favorite big booty. You know what I think, too? Is that because Alex and I are, are like a yin yang, you know? He's the actor. He's out there. He's I'm more of like the I'm gonna autistically analyze this. Yes. The subtle brilliance of what he did with AOC, because people were commenting that why didn't you call her a socialist? Why she would love that. Yeah. She would love any she sort of negative probably. attention. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because if you're saying you're a socialist, you're, that validates her position. Or if mm-hmm. you're saying, go AOC, like if he looked like maybe seven percent gayer or was a woman, <laughs> he, she would have come over and been like, Yes, bitch. But because he's like Alex and she was like, you know, Meh. but what he did there by, you know, objectifying her more or less playfully mm-hmm. is being like, I don't even take you seriously. I don't even take you seriously enough to call you a socialist and act like you're an actual threat. And that's what she doesn't like. As a woman in politics who is, you know, you know, left inclined. She wants to be taken seriously. And, you know, everyone looks up to me. I'm AOC. I'm a congresswoman. I'm not. No, 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 no. You're not that serious. You're just a theater kid. And he exposed that brilliantly. And John is brilliant because he did notice that because I just ran into Adam Kinzinger and I said, hey, you're a D-bag. You know, you're a traitor. That doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. if you call them what they are. But you're right. The sexual objectifying of her because she wants Which to be. Which she asks for. Well, but she wants to be so yes. respected, even though because she has imposter syndrome. So she wants everybody to respect her. And as soon as I don't respect her in front of her fiance. Oh, dude. I mean, she fell right into my well, trap. Well, she also constantly is accusing Republicans of you know, they, like, oh, I was afraid I was in the next building during January 6th. I wasn't even in the building, but I was afraid that pe- Republicans were going to come rape me. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like, what? These leftist women really need to have strong men in their lives is what I'll say. Because, you know, every time we say, hey, we don't want to kill babies, they immediately go, oh, you want a handmaid's tale, rape me. And it's just like, whoa, easy, sweet. Like, no one said anything <laughs> about that. They do go to rape but every time. And you might remember even on a, on a show that you and I were both on at some point, I made the point, and this is great minds think alike. I was like, we need some guy in Congress to sexually harass AOC playfully. Just say something like, sweetheart, you know, you should really smile more. You did more. say that. Wow. And because that's what it does. It erodes the the illusion oh my of how... Gosh, she, I forgot about that. The arc he of history. That. that is very brilliant. The arc yeah, of history is long, wow, but it bends amazing. towards total Doyle vindication. It's true. So I want. So on the topic of abortion, I want to play for you. We're talking about great uh, orators, <laughs> Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris. Yes, uh, just yesterday compared all of this. You know, the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade uh, to America's history of slavery. <laughs> Watch. We know, NAACP. Mm that our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies. Mm. Yes. (laughs) And today, extremist so-called leaders are criminalizing doctors and punishing women for making healthcare decisions for themselves. (laughs) Wow. Alex, what I would like you to do (laughs) is comment on Kamala Harris coming out and saying that our country has a history of claiming ownership 
over women's bodies. But you know what she's doing? She's trying to go to the Barack Obama School of Broadcasting right there, where she's trying to do the you know dramatic pauses. But they always bring it back to slavery, and I, I can't. I hate to keep bringing it back to AOC. But even she wants to be a victim. All of a sudden, Kamala Harris is like, I think she's half Indian. Of course, it always goes back to slavery. It always goes back to rape. It always goes back to the worst thing. Instead of just actually talking about the real issue here is that even people that are pro-choice believe there should be a limit to abortion, not in the third trimester. But these people that are in power want to abort a baby up until birth and even after. So they're not even dialed in with what the American people want. So they're sick baby murderers. That's all. Which, I mean, I think what Alex just mentioned is way more of a a evidence of claiming ownership over a human body than saying like, hey, this baby has bodily autonomy and we want it to live. Yeah. She sounded almost like she was making an argument against abortion. I know. (laughs) But abortion is worse than slavery. Like, killing people is worse than enslaving them. And I think even the people who were enslaved knew that because they could have killed themselves, but they didn't. Like, people would rather live in terrible circumstances than lose the one life they have. Uh, And also, it doesn't really make sense to analyze history if you're going to do so without acknowledging context. So, like, slavery was practiced all throughout the world. That was not a unique thing that we did in our country. We actually did it lesser than other countries, and we didn't even capture the slaves. They were captured in Africa and sold to to the West uh, by other African tribes who were warring. So that wasn't even like you know, um, I guess you'd say extraordinarily immoral on the part of, you know, 18th century America to be doing that. However, in terms of how many abortions happen per capita and what the restriction uh, restrictions are on those abortions, the United States is like number one in the world. I mean, we allow abortions in some states up until like any point in the pregnancy. Uh, we have millions of them every year. And even in Europe, the place where all these, you know, celebrities are traveling to, like they still have women's rights in Paris. Like they restricted after what, 14 weeks? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. Well, and the worst is Elizabeth Warren getting mad at pregnancy crisis center yeah. saying they are the evil people for trying to save these babies' lives. They're tricking them. You're, tricking you're not them. pro-life. You're pro-birth. But once it's alive, you don't care. Us literally builds and then they firebomb them. <laughs> no, not like that. No. Here's free clothes. Here's free prenatal right. medicine. Here's, you know, brochures on what to do after you have the baby to help it. Oh, no, that's they're evil. They're the demonic ones. Yeah, it is really, really sick to see. Um, all right, we've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, look, uh, it is no it's not going to be a shock to you guys if you're watching this program that the woke left has infiltrated so many major co- corporations and companies. And a lot of them are taking a portion of what you're paying them in your bills every month and donating them to left leaning causes that you're spending a lot of time fighting Against That is why you need to partner with Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Uh, and you're going to have the same nationwide service that you would get with any of those big mobile carriers. But you're going to be doing it with Patriot Mobile, who is going to take a portion of your money and donate it to the causes that you believe in, like the sanctity of life, uh, like gun rights, like all of these things that we talk about on this program. They've got plans for almost any budget and you can port over your number. It's 2022, you guys. It's very easy. You can port over your number. You can get a new one. You got the same service. It's really, really easy. You can go to patriotmobile.com news. Use offer code news to get free activation. By the way, if you're a veteran or first responder, you're going to save even more. So let them know over at patriotmobile.com news. That is patriotmobile.com news. Congratulations, everyone. You complied, which means mask mandates are returning to the San Diego Unified School District starting Monday. Uh, The local news station out there, KUSI News, spoke with the school board president, Dr. Sharon Whitehurst-Payne, about the updated mandate, uh, asking specifically, hey, what should be done if students might be, oh, I don't know, uncomfortable wearing masks or if... 
I don't know, parents believe in like parental rights and think that they should be the ones to make the decision whether or not their child is suffocated for eight hours a day. And uh, here is what this wonderful school board president, president had to say. Parents who, who don't want to wear a mask indoors in school, are there any other options for them? For the fall, there are some options. They can go to our uh, school that's online. Um, they can opt oh. not to return to the regular school, but to oh. go to the school where they don't have to go to school at all other than via Zoom. Mm. And um, that's the Great. easiest way for folks what who don't want to. What about the summer school? What if they were already enrolled in the summer school uh -huh. and now they get this mask mandate okay. and they're not comfortable with wearing a mask? Yeah. They really should wear the mask. Uh, but if they're not, not comfortable, uh, what should they do? They should just let make it known that they don't feel comfortable and at that point just not return. Oh. Wow. Okay, so uh, if these parents who are paying taxes for these horrible indoctrination camps, which I don't know, by the way, why you would want to send your school to anyway. I just want to be clear, especially if you live in California. I don't know why the hell you're still sending your children to public school, but let's just say that you have an excuse, okay? Um, do they get to opt out of paying taxes for this school district since this school district has made it known that they aren't uh, there, that these people are not welcome? Do they get to just do they get to just keep their tax money rather than paying it to these school districts who are essentially kicking them out? I would like to know. Well, I'm kind of mad that they're not required to wear two masks because Dr. Fauci knows better than all of us that if you wear two masks, it's double the protection. So I actually tend to agree with her. These kids, they shouldn't go to school. They just, you know, just hang out, do some fentanyl and, uh, you know, just watch YouTube videos. Do you guys remember the good old days when we were at the height of the pandemic and they said just two weeks to slow the spread and everyone, not me, not yeah. probably you guys, but everyone was like, oh, OK, two weeks. All right, we can do that. And then they were like, wait. We need you in your homes until there's a vaccine. And they were like, oh, okay, we should probably do that just, mm -hmm. just to be sure. And then they were like, okay, the vaccine's available, um, but only for adults. And they were like, okay, great, but now we're protected. And then they said, no, actually, you need another one. And then you need a booster. And then you need another booster. And they were like, oh, wait, maybe this doesn't work. No, it works. And then they said, no, we should give it to children because it doesn't work. And they were like, oh, okay, we'll give it to children. And then they cannot wear masks anymore. And now here we are back full circle and they're telling you you have to wear a freaking mask again. Well, this is why, because <gasps> masks work so well and sudden adult death syndrome has nothing to do with any of this. That is just in the media, if you hear that, that's just because people are stressed out about the economy. So that has nothing to do with what's happening in the world today. John. Can you just, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna scream again. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone wants that. So I feel like you, can you just give your, give your little input? I know you're hurting. I, I <laughs> we am all are. <laughs> so beyond, can I, okay. You know what? I am gonna take it back for a second. I am so beyond pissed. Okay. And I love you guys out there, but they're doing this because everyone freaking complied the last time. They would not be doing this again. They know the stupid masks don't work. They know that the stupid vaccine doesn't work. Screw you, YouTube. I don't care. Okay, they know all of these things. They're doing it because they know that they can control you because you taught them that they could when you complied the first time and said, it's only going to be this one time. No, it's not this one time. Is it going to be enough yet? Sarah, some of us like it. So I love it. We're going to have to make a note that in the future, we're not going to rank order Latina women because the ones who are present are going to be... Uh, I know. 
No, we're not. We're done ranking. Yeah, it was y'all's fault because you automatically (laughs) pissed me off. By the way, I would just like to uh, take the time to tell you guys, for those of you who haven't heard, we are having an uncensored. I don't even know if this part's going to be on YouTube. I don't know. We're having an uncensored uh, vaccine special. Uncensored? With Dr. McCullough. It has to be uncensored. Well, it's uncensored. Make America great again? It is. Well, you're not invited, um, but it is going to be on Blaze TV. It's going to be only on Blaze TV, okay? So, so, look, this is payback for you uh, calling AOC your favorite big booty Latina. Uh, it is only on Blaze TV, so only subscribers can watch. So you got to make sure that you're subscribed. It's blazetv.com slash news and why. Use promo code news. You'll get a little bit of extra savings uh, to sign up. But we've got Dr. Peter McCullough. I did a fantastic interview with him. Uh, he, You're not going to want to miss what he had to say. We're going to have Steve Dace here and Daniel Horowitz, who are way smarter than me um, and have all of the statistics just off the top of their heads to talk about, but you're not going to want to miss it. That's the only place that we can talk to you guys about this crap because big tech is censoring us when we try to talk to you about all of the problems with all of this crap. Well, speaking of censorship, Dan Horowitz, a great guy, got kicked off Twitter, so uh, it's really sad. Did you see yeah, that? Because yeah, he called the, because he called the mm, not a bioweapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's the best thing ever. I'm on my sixth booster. And I would just like to, to throw into this conversation that, uh, oh, you know, I, we, apparently we needed a study to tell us this. A new study published on Nature.com discovered bacterial and fungal colonies growing on masks, including several pathogenic microbes. So uh, it found that the bacterial colony numbers were greater on the face side than the outer side. Um, Gosh, I'm shocked. It's not like all of us were saying this at the very beginning, like, hey, probably you shouldn't be breathing and coughing and snorting into a mask all day and wear it for eight hours and then put it on again the next day when you go somewhere. Maybe that's not a good idea, but we needed a study to tell us that. Yeah, so we're like two years into it. The first six months to 18 months, I was I was Sorry. right there with you. I was, uh, but now, I don't know. Honestly, like, we've all kind of adjusted our lives, so we don't really have to do that. We've maybe, you know, gotten cards that... The point being, I kind of take a little bit more of an optimistic <laughs> approach where it's like all the people who are the worst in the world mm-hmm. are pumping themselves full of things and living miserable lives with muzzles. It's kind of like the greatest thing ever. Like, it almost makes me wonder if, like, they're on our side where all these people are getting, you know, something's all dust in them and they're all, like, having to wear masks in their cars. I'm like, oh, you stupid idiot. You st-, and, and, like, we're living our lives normally. It's kind of like what we would want to happen, but with, like, two years of what we would not want to happen. Well, and, and yes. I, I actually get your point 100%, but that's just such a nihilistic way to view it because these people aren't very smart. And I'm not even saying that I'm not I smart. I do. I mean, I have family members who just, they, they're listening to the, what the CDC says. I don't necessarily. <sighs> that's, that's true. And I, I agree guess I kind of blame them, but I kind of don't. You well, know? I agree with them because, like, you know, they're kind of just, you know, they're, if they're going to go with this, they can't figure it out by now, then there's almost no hope. No amount of evidence can convince an idiot. But at the same time, it's hard for me not to feel empathy for the people that don't realize what's going people on. people in the middle. It's true. And, and, and by by the way, you know, this stupid school board president that you just heard from over in San Diego or wherever that was, uh, she talked about, the well, we have to, they have to wear masks until the community numbers go down. The, the community levels, it's always about the number of cases, right? Uh, the community case numbers are too high. They have to wear them until they go down. Oh, well, even Dr. Fauci just admitted the other day that um, we're going to be living with COVID for decades. So again, this is not something that is going to be cured overnight which sh- you should have learned by now because we're two and a half years into it. Well, and I don't know if people want to do any research, but SARS, sudden acute respiratory syndrome, and MERS, Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome, existed way before 2019. So this isn't some new thing, respiratory system, you know. I failure. also would say this isn't like, we're not going to have it for decades. It's just going to be a part of life, yes, like the flu. Like that's just going to be something that just 
happens and it's going to get uh, less and less severe as it continues to mutate. That's one thing I never quite understood about the blaming China thing for yeah. it. Maybe that's true, the lab leak. But at the end of the day, we know the statistics about how dangerous it actually is. If it weren't for our media and our government corroborating with each other to manufacture this, nobody would have known. It would have just been like, hey, you hear about that new f strain? Oh, yeah, huh, wash my hands. And that would have been it. Life would have gone on completely as normal. I, I love that you um, brought that up. I, I want to say this one last thing before we go to break. Um, so in our special, which is Tuesday, this next Tuesday, July 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern, um, we're going to also be talking about, I believe, Dr. Burks, who just came out with a new book, uh, Jeffrey Tucker. You can look him up on Twitter. Jeffrey Tucker has been reviewing it. And he's pointing out and screen capping all of the places where she literally is admitting that she and her cohorts were going behind the White House's back and revising uh, data, changing the guidance, trying to make it more strict, literally behind the president's back. And she wrote a book bragging about it. Like, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Um, so we'll get into that uh, on the special on Tuesday. You're not going to want to miss it. Again, that is July 26th, 9 p.m. Eastern. It will be myself, Steve Dace, Daniel Horowitz, and uh, interviews with Dr. Peter McCullough. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, we've got to take a break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, By Optimizers. I need a whew, I need I need some magnesium right about now, and I need a lot of it um, because I need. To to rest. And you know, one of the things that you can do to improve your health is get at least seven hours of quality sleep every night. I know personally, it's very hard, especially if you have children who are constantly waking you up, which I do, but it is really important because your body heals itself when you sleep. And so, you know, if you're not getting enough sleep, you could be uh, increasing your risk of disease and making it harder to lose weight. All things you don't want. You got to try magnesium. Around 75% of people are deficient in magnesium, which could explain why, if you are one of those people, you have a bunch of sleep problems. That is why I recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. You take two capsules before you go to bed and you really will be amazed at the results. We love it in my household. I needed it desperately and now I have it. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com news. You can save up to 42%. Don't sleep on this. It is magbreakthrough.com news. Use promo code news at checkout. Appearing on uh, MSNBC's Andrea Mitchell reports, Rachel Levine discussed an opinion piece that criticized states like Florida for enacting uh, limits on transgender treatments for youth. Levine emphasized that these laws, uh, along with significant harassment, are what contribute to mental issues among trans youths. Uh, he said trans youth are vulnerable. What, what was Rachel Levine's previous name? Do we, do we know? Do we remember uh, Richard. this? Richard, yeah, of course. Richard, thank D you. Dick Levine. It's, he, he used it, to go by Dick. I promise. Richard used to go by Dick Levine. And his no, he kids. didn't. Yes. Richard Levine. Dick Levine. My 100%. That's a fact. frozen. And I want to say that uh, Rachel is my favorite big booty Caucasian. So <laughs> I love you, Rachel. Rachel, look at that. That is just a, the, the perfect picture of just femininity and grace and class that I haven't seen a more beautiful it's woman. Like the Marilyn Monroe of the 21st yes, century. Yes, yes, than Rachel Levine. It just um, makes me sick that Rachel can't get an abortion, though. That's the hard, that's the worst thing. Is Rachel that is should, injustice. That she doesn't have access she to She should abortion. be able to just kill a baby just to get the experience. Of course. Like, yeah. they just wheel one up and, and she just, like, steps on it. Um, she would sit on it. But. So, well, here's the thing, and this is the, the leftist mentality, is if you can't kill the baby when they're in the womb, you ruin their lives once they come out of the womb by indoctrinating them into all of this CRT, LGBT, IAQ, plus apostrophe S, uh, all of this indoctrination, and then you're just going to ruin them mentally since you couldn't get to them in the womb. Here is Rachel Levine, who... <laughs> 
Again, I feel like you guys already know this if you're looking at, at him, but a biological male with gender dysphoria who says that uh, they want to empower children to receive gender affirmation care, which we all know the White House designates to be things like gender reassignment surgery. Watch. So we really want to, 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 to base our treatment and, uh, and to uh, affirm and to uh, support and empower these youth not to limit their participation in activities and sports and even uh, uh, limit their ability to get gender affirmation treatment in their state. Can I just, like, aside from the bonkers statement that was just made about the gender reaffirming care, which, again, we know the White House says is a gender reassignment surgery, uh, puberty blockers, things like that. Have I, I haven't heard anyone say you guys are literally not allowed to play in sports. They're just saying biological men should not compete with women because they have an advantage and that particular matchup is not fair. I haven't heard anyone say we should never let a trans person participate in sports. Well, I think sports is a huge part of our culture. So that if they can like implant. This is, of course, Alexandria Stein. And I know this as a female swimmer. And, uh, you know, I've sw I changed in the women's locker room, which is, you know, totally, uh, you know, totally kosher, as they say. My point being is they have to indoctrinate our sports, too, because it's such a big part of American culture, like Leah Thomas swimming on the men's team for three years and then going and having gender hormone therapy and getting to compete against the women and becoming an NCAA championship. So that is how they indoctrinate us, by having more trans athletes. You know, I think it's just like a domino effect. It goes downwards from Leah Thomas to now we're going to have kids in fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and high school, more trans athletes. See, I, I, I wonder if, I don't disagree with you, but I also wonder if it has a lot to do with the fact that these people are just obviously, like, I mean, you saw Leah Thomas, for instance, um, just, like, really sucked at men's swimming yeah. and was just like, hey, you know what, I'll make a name for myself in female swimming because I know I'm stronger and have more uh, muscle uh, than muscle mass than all of these women. I do feel like they, a lot of the time when we're talking about sports, these are men who, like, just couldn't cut it in their sport and... Now they can because it's an unfair advantage. What do you think, John? I think these people are vampires. What? Like, th literally, think about how a vampire reproduces. They are bit, they are groomed, and they carry that forward. That's, mm. like, literally what these people do. And that's the thing with leftists. They don't have children. Uh, they just insert themselves into positions of influence over children, whether that's in athletics or whether that's in public school or something like that. And they groom children. Like, leftism is not something that is natural, by definition. It can only be installed into you by someone who grooms you. And grooming is sort of an umbrella term. Like, every child gets groomed. And that literally means, like, you yeah. know, like, if you watch the way that, like, a puppy will interact with its mother, like, we are programmed to look at, like, older creatures and study how they behave. And so kids are very impressionable. So they get groomed by their parents into being normal people. Like, hey, this is what social cues are, et cetera, et cetera. But when they're spending eight hours a day with teachers who are grooming them into things that are bad, that can even have a greater effect than what the parents will be able to do for them when they get home. Because your kid's coming home, you like to think perhaps naively, they're fine, I'll ask them, how was your day? Oh, need help with homework? The kid's going to go in the room and you're going to be like, huh, at least they're not out partying and doing drugs. But they're on TikTok, they're learning about like witchcraft, this type of stuff, and it's all very dark and very demonic, and I am Also, the figures she said, I went over this, I think, last week, are nowhere near correct. She said that the reason that uh, trans youth are so at risk is because of people like us. It's not true. Their suicide mm -hmm. attempt rate is 41%. Mm -hmm. The baseline is 0.5%. People who are bullied, black slaves, Jews in Nazi Germany, nowhere near 41%. So you have to explain to me why it is 41% it is so many times greater than every other example throughout history that you would see of people being persecuted because it's just not the case. Uh, it's called mental illness. I explained it to you. All right, we've got to take Thank, a break. I never quite thought <laughs> We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you.
This latest video shows uh, it's not just trans, it's not just the trans community that uh, we need to keep our eye on. It's actually people identifying as cats, apparently. Watch. Okay, so first off, we have the normal meow that we just use mostly to get each other's attention. Meow. Okay, then we have the dissatisfied meow. <laughs> then the angry meow, but we only use this one on rare occasions because okay. overall we're a very happy kitten family. Okay, this is the most important meow for me, and it's the I need help wiping meow. What? All right, I feel like I have to go to Alex first. He is, of course, the resident cat expert. I mean, you guys know me as a crazy cat lady, but he has five. Yeah, I'm a crazy cat man. I have toxoplasmosis just like her. And I have to say, <laughs> she's very accurate with her needs. And, you know, my cat, Sky Bear, he does not needs to be wiped all the time. So I know what she's going through. And I tend to actually, you know, vibe with these people a lot. So I kind of, I might, if, I, if they have her account, her do they, yeah, do they have her TikTok? I didn't see it on there. <laughs> we'll please, get it for you Please have the, the producer send that, Stephen. Thank you. <laughs> John. It's not a coincidence that the most bizarre, dysgenic generation has spawned during the same period of time where we spent so much money on this anti-bullying campaign. You, know, you think true. of bullying, you think of like a John Hughes movie where like, you know, move, nerd, punch. People like that need to be bullied. No one's getting bullied for like, oh, you're reading a book, nerd. People like that who are acting weird need to be, it makes me feel violent, you know? <laughs> I may not have admitted to that on air yeah. if I were you, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I it's make, okay uh, to hit a cat. I want to make America can. great again. Oh my that's God. How you do it. But not All by right. taking out the cats. We need more cats. Yeah, we do need more cats. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.